I can only shake, shake hands though. That's always one up, one up. Welcome to episode four of the Sheffield Steelers podcast. And on a Saturday night after a victory against the Panthers, you most certainly are very welcome. Joined by head coach Sharon Fox to start the night off, Aaron. Wow, what a great night. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun night, actually. The fans were electric, as, as you told me they would be. Um, obviously, down 3 nothing after the first. That's not, you know, we don't want to be spotting team goals every night. But, um, you know, we came back and showed a lot of character there in the second and third and con- continued to put the pressure and, and push the pace um, and be rewarded for it. it was good. I thought we actually didn't play too badly in the first. A no. couple of bad bounces was all right. Absolutely. I think we, um, you know, I think we took it to him a little bit in the O zone and then they countered and it ended up in the back of our net a couple of times, a couple of bad bounces, maybe a couple of bad decisions here or there. Um, we came in after the first and, you know, we, you know, we plan on scoring more than three goals tonight, no matter what. So being down three, nothing, it's not the end of the world. You just got to find a way to chip back. And I think Canty really played well after it was three, nothing to make sure that it didn't get out of control there. Big penalty kill there when uh, they had a five on three, I think when we were down three, nothing close the door there and then we were able to to get a rolling and michael davis as well uh, stepped up four point nine yeah i mean you know i think uh you'll see a lot of that this year different guys stepping up um we've got three pretty good lines that that can score in bunches and you know i thought ebbs was awesome for that line tonight uh you know the the one goal they scored i think he went through three three guys there creates a loose puck and goes out to michael over to saint pierre there showed a little bit of patience i think and yeah, it was a good night. Okay. Just talk to us about Eric Melland as well, because, you know, all summer you told us that was the kind of player you were looking for, a guy who could go from forward to D, and he stepped in tonight, did a great job. Yeah, I thought Eric was awesome tonight. Obviously, that goal, <laughs> we have a defenseman leading the rush there. We don't need that all the time. But um, Nikolai makes a great saucer pass from his own goal line there, and uh, Eric rewards us. He played awesome tonight, though, Eric. Really, really good hockey player. He's going to really help us in many different situations. Like, he played top four minutes as a D for us tonight, and... Last week he was, you know, arguably on our first line. So, yeah, this was our first game against, if you like, competition, our own competition. How did we weigh up? Was it as expected? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, again, I'll watch it back. Sometimes you don't see everything live, but I, I really felt like we pushed the pace and we, you know, we, we caused some problems for them in their own end. And um, I liked how we looked. What will you do in the next few hours ahead of tomorrow night's game? Yeah, do, we'll do you do the video? And, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch some video tonight, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll probably not get home too late, and then get here back early in the morning. Um, we go through some stuff, set up our meeting for tomorrow. We'll have the guys in for twelve fifteen. Bus leaves at twelve forty five. We'll have a meeting before we go, and um, hopefully find a way to to continue the the way we played and the way we finished. And your first experience of a Sheffield-Nottingham game, obviously a positive one, but oh, what was it like down there on the bench? That was great. Great atmosphere, great energy. The boys were excited. The boys never, you know, showed that they didn't feel that we could come back and win that hockey game, which is huge. Um, it was just about how we were going to get that first one and how we were going to go from there. Just uh, before you go, we showed uh, the video of the boys in the room before the start of the game. You were in there. Then all of a sudden, Marco Valorant, I'm assuming that was the starting lineup yeah, that he, he got the boys going. You got the crowd going as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that the boys came back and played a, a good second and third because if they went to Valley, we wouldn't be doing that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know no. that. So, so it was good that they, uh, they came back and win that game, and we'll keep rolling with Valley here. I loved it. Great. Congratulations. Right. Well done. All right. Thanks, boys. And uh, Jonathan firmly uh, joins me, and Alex is just walking around the corner. Um, wow. What a night that was. Eight goals from eight different scorers tonight. That was uh, quite an explosion in the uh, in the third period in particular. But once the Steelers got one back, 
it really didn't feel as though the Steelers were going to be behind for much longer. Once they got the uh, the train rolling, they were uh, they were off and running. Peter Spencer's just made a rookie error by bringing Michael Davies uh, in for an interview on Radio Sheffield. We're going to nab him, first of all. You're going to do all the interviews. You're live on the uh, Steelers podcast, Michael. Firstly, congratulations. What a great night. Thank you, yeah. Um, you know, it was a crowd was buzzing right from the start, so yeah. kind of got a taste of what this Nottingham-Sheffield rivalry was like. Um, then we kind of, we had chances in the first there. Uh, you know, you can't. Can't say anything about that. Uh, we just had let down for I think two times. We didn't guys didn't finish our back check, and we gave up. I think it was two shorthanded goals. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, in the locker room between the uh, first and second, guys weren't nervous. But everyone was just like, you know, all of us vet- veterans were like, hey guys, let's come on, let's take a deep breath. You know, we were getting our chances, and uh, if you're not getting chances, uh, then you should worry. And we had chances, so um, there's still 40 minutes left, and. Uh, I mean, I knew we were, I knew we were winning yeah. that game. I don't care what anyone says. I knew we were winning. Yeah, the momentum then of the three one three two, Daddy three three, just then rolls, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, I knew when Lemmy made that incredible move on my goal. Um, I knew that this was this was going to be a game. Yeah. And uh, we tied it up pretty quick there. And uh, Melly had a hell of a goal there um, yeah. to tie it up. And, um, and I think they had a. I think it was the fourth one that they had that awkward bounce. Yeah. Um, but that happens. That's hockey. And uh, we're, this is a team that. Um, we're very, very calm. We knew, everyone knew that we were, we were going to come back. And um, <clears throat> we just got to keep playing the right way, play, keep playing coach's style and um, believe in the system. Um, we get carried away with this Sheffield-Nottingham rivalry. We love it absolutely. Uh, it, it's what some of us, <coughs> me, lives for. Um, you've played in great rivalries all around Europe, North America. How, how, does, how does your first Sheffield-Nottingham game compare? Well, of course, anytime you're a one, a home opener, and two, and a you know, like a, a derby game, um, you get nervous um, from the start. I had little butterflies, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good atmosphere, and I think the crowd when we made it three two, the crowd stepped it up. You know, obviously when you go down three nothing, the crowd's kind of oh, what's going on? What what I come? <laughs> but, uh, no, three two, and uh, even three one, and the crowd was in it all night, and um, even when we scored the eighth one, it was it was they were great. So. You wait till you skate out tomorrow and you look straight as, as you skate out the first time to your right-hand side, you'll see a bank of orange because most of them will make their way to, uh, to Nottingham tomorrow. Congratulations on your job, Pete. Thanks for your patience. Go and speak to Pete. And uh, I'm looking for my sheet, Jonathan. I've put it down somewhere. Here it is. Um, but you'll be the man with all the stats. Alex uh, is going to come and join us as well. Um, at 3-0, was it in any day? Any day, Sean, at 3-0? No. No, Dan? No, no, whatsoever. No, no. <laughs> I didn't want... It was going to be 8-4, weren't it? 8-4. Yeah, what, uh, what were your thoughts at 1-0, 2-0, 3-0? It was a bit strange because it all happened so quickly. But as I was in the process of saying just before Davis came along, once the Steelers got the first one back, had supreme confidence in this team to come back and at least make a game of it, if not go on to win it, because we'd seen them do that in pre-season. Yeah. From a couple down, they, they turned it around and and Poprad were, uh, were shot. And again, the Steelers have shown that once they get on a roll, they're going to be very difficult to stop because the lines keep rolling and the goal-scoring <coughs> threats are still there. Um, but it was a strange period because the Steelers had so many good chances, more chances than they had in the second period. But as we commented on the, on the webcast, the Steelers had 11 shots off target in the first. Uh, Armstrong, I think in particular, had three really good looks from between the face-off circles and put them all off target. And the I had the feeling had three that chances if, and scored them all. Yeah, I had the feeling if we'd have been shooting at John Lennon in the first period, he'd still be alive. It was like crazy, wasn't it? It was. Uh, Alex is doing his old social media, but let's go right back to the start of the night. Marco Valeran giving out the uh, instructions 
of the starting lineup. Uh, obviously, Aaron had given him the sheet, and he was running around the. Uh, and it, it seemed to get the team up, and it seemed to get everybody else up. And it's, we've spoke about what a character he is, and he showed that right off the night. Yeah, it's key in any changing room, isn't it? That you've got these kind of characters that will come up for the big games, and well, every game really, not just the big games, but you could have put all your money on it being Valley that get up and do something like that and yeah it probably didn't have the immediate effect but then whoever said something in, in the period one break must have said whether it be on the same lines or or completely different but yeah those things are good to see you know when you're in and around them all the time to see the players you know, stand up for something like that it's, it's what you want last week we talked about goaltending and i think you two got it completely bang on that uh that pavel started the night did he have a shaky start and then get stronger, or was he a little bit left out to dry? There was an awkward moment on the uh, on the goal where uh, I can't remember who it was now. I was looking at my book. Yeah, it was the uh, the her goal because he'd tried to having made the save. He's then trying to clear the puck away with his stick, and he has a swipe and miss. So right, I'll now try and drag it back into me, and then he has a swipe and miss. And then he just can't get onto it. So on another day, he recovers that situation. That was just a little unfortunate. The fourth one, he conceded, that's just a weird bounce off the glass behind the goal. It's hit the Zamboni entrance. And he thinks it's one side of him and it's the other and it's, it's the easiest finish. So he's had a couple of moments of, you know, just being an inch or two away from no dramas at all. And it's turned into a couple of goals against. Well, he had no chance with the first one, didn't no, he? No. That was a shot of Matheson's that we were so used to for the two years he was here. It was that he was in that face-off circle. It was a one-timer. It got through a gap that not many other players are going to find. But he had no chance with that one. Strange for a goal game with twelve goals in it. I thought both netmans were all right actually. <laughs> I thought Carr had a pretty well, solid pretty, game. Certainly impressive. in the first 25, 30 minutes, mm. he was outstanding. Yeah, and we spoke. Uh, we were cursing him uh, from yeah. the White House, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, was, but you're going to get that from every goalie in the league now. I don't think there's one goalie that won't come into a building like this and be able to put in a performance that gives his chance. Every he, He's one of Aaron's time. old goalies, isn't he? Oh, he? He was in Zagreb last year, wasn't he? Yeah. So he, hey, coming mm. back against his old team, he, mm. and then the Matheson coming back against his old team, it kind of happens. It does, and we, who knows, we might get another goalie playing against his old team tomorrow. We might indeed. Just before we go for our walk down the corridor... Any photographs, Dean Woolley, in, uh, in focus that we can look forward to tonight? Do you get any gems? Well, if after 12 goals I'm saying to you I've got no photographs <laughs> in focus for you, David, I think I'd better find another photography job tomorrow, aren't I? I think you had. What was it like then on that bench? You were uh, stood on that bench most of the night. The atmosphere must have been great. Immense, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I timed it perfectly this time round. I went on the bench from the second period onwards, and as we all know, that, those were the periods to be down there for. But even at the start of that second period, when we were three goals down, you got a sense of confidence from every single one of the boys on the bench. Nobody was, No heads were down, nobody was concerned, nobody was worried, and obviously, bum, 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 away we went. And what's Aaron, uh, what's Aaron Fox like on the bench? Because we've gone from... A screaming coach to a coach that doesn't show any emotion to what kind of coach is Aaron Fox on the bench? 99% of the time, cool, calm and collected. I think for the first time I've seen him raise his voice slightly today <clears> and that was to calm DeLuca down, obviously. Bit of a hothead, <laughs> we love DeLuca down there, but uh, I think he just needed a little bit of calming down today and that was the only time when I saw um, Aaron kind of just slightly raise his voice just to calm things down a little. All good. Make sure I've got some pictures for the website. Good lad. Absolutely. Good lad, good lad, good lad. Shall we go for a walk, boys? Shall we go and see if we can uh, find down this corridor as we, uh, as we come out? Um, I can see uh, Bob Westerdale speaking to uh, Nikolai Lemchikov. 
Um, do we risk Nikolai yet on the podcast or not? Uh, I think we probably better give him we, uh, a few Bob, moments. Bob, can we catch you for a second? See Hayley Roach. Yes, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> tell me uh, Hayley Roach will wait. Nikolai, you're live on the Steelers podcast. Great first game. Thank you. You're okay. Uh, I don't I need to ask Sean. Or, oh, you need Sean. Uh, maybe. Or, okay. Uh, Maybe you some help me. I can help you in a few minutes. We're no, we're recording you live uh, now on the podcast. You're okay. Okay. Uh, no bad okay. No bad questions. Those pesky Russians. What, and now, what and now, assist, we, and now what assists you had tonight? Yes. And now Lemchikov has lost us, lost us, Bob as well. Yeah, I thought Lemchikov had a great night uh, tonight, but obviously not massively on the score sheet. But he did a lot of the other things right. I think on social media, everybody seems to pick up on his quality. You know, there's tons of comments going around just you know, how good of a player he is and we saw that we saw that in pre-season when he got on the score sheet but just the sort of time that he creates with the puck the ease that he brushes players off him it's like it's, it's second nature to him and he does it in, yeah he breaks a sweat but it makes it look like he's you know he's not out of second gear you've been you've been looking at the old stats there two assists yeah he picked up two assists I was just checking the angle on the others because the two he got First of all, there was the magnificent bit on the power play to set up the goal for Davies, where I think it was Pellini that he just danced right through. And then, a completely different kind of assist, the long pass over the top, which Mellon knocked down and then fired in to make it 3-3. You can't get two more different assists, and you probably don't get two better ones either. They were absolutely superb. He, the players seeing him for the first time, they've, uh, they've seen Lemchikov at his best. Danny Moyer joins us, just walking past us on the Steelers podcast. You're very welcome. Good night. Any anything to report? Any injuries? Everybody all right? No, we we look all good. Touch wood. Yeah. And uh, what what are they? What have you got them doing between now and tomorrow? In uh, we're just pushing out now on the bikes, rolling ice baths. Some are in the hot tub doing contrast bathing, uh, just trying to. And then obviously the supplements in terms of protein, carbohydrates, and then the meals that we get from Food Fusion as well to make sure they're ready to go. Explain this. Alex is obviously a young athlete. Jonathan and I, maybe not. You've just worked really hard. You've just given everything out on the ice. And yet, to recover, you've got them doing more exercising. Explain why that is. What What is flushing out in that sense? Just in terms of the um, intensity of the exercise, is that high? In order to recover for tomorrow, they need to flush all that to and the waste products out of the legs so that it'll help them actually recover better for the game tomorrow okay good luck we'll see you tomorrow you. always always confuses me that why they actually have to work out even harder um i do have a sports science degree david do you i could have that doesn't that make for you yeah but that doesn't make you an athlete it doesn't. I, I, no, I could it, answer that question uh, about flushing out the lactic acid it doesn't tomorrow's going to be an interesting how uh, what nottingham do and now they bounce back because for 30 minutes they've just been beating 8-1 haven't they yeah and for 20 minutes they were 3-0 up and playing the perfect road game and what we don't know about the Steelers is how we play on the road yeah. because we've played four games at home and won them all. We haven't yet been tested on the road. The Panthers have played two home games and won them both. It'll be different. Robert Dow joins us. All you players are going to try and hide from us on this podcast now <laughs> as we come back, but we, we, we encourage you. And that was a great night, wasn't it? Absolutely. It obviously wasn't the start we were looking for, but as we've seen in pre-season, this team has plenty of goals in it. So obviously... To, to come back and have a second period like we did and then obviously finish the game off the way we did in the third was awesome. Yeah, your line as well, contributing all night. Yeah, it was, it's, we're clicking at the moment, obviously. Touchwood, long may it continue. Uh, 
But I think everybody was clicking. Obviously, the second and the third period, we, we were fantastic for, for 40 minutes tonight. What were the Robert Dead stats you were just looking at there? Because we get all these new Elite League stats now, shots uh, and Team leader in shots taken, five in the first, five in the second. Total of ten, no one else had more than five. And you won both of your face-offs, 100%. There we go. Hey. I tell you. Hey. In the chairman's office in the morning. There we go. Hey. When it's a bad night, though, we'll keep those to ourselves, won't we? <laughs> hey, tell us, we, we've commented a couple of times. On the big screen, I don't think Mark realised it was on the big screen but the camera was in the room yeah. when he was reading out the starting lineup. Yeah. just tell us what he was doing and what, what was all that about we obviously they normally take it in turns reading out the starting lineup, and a different guy always does it different ways and obviously Valley's a nice uh, what's the right word to put it he's flamboyant he's flamboyant. bold and obviously uh, he, t- he took charge there and he wanted to get the boys fired up before the game and uh that was his way of expressing it. It was, it was a good laugh. He did a good job. He We've did. got the Eddie at the end of the game. Do we now have a valley to start <laughs> off the night? Well, I, I think that'll probably stay as long as we're winning, but then once we lose, we'll probably change up who's reading it out. I don't know. Okay, and going forward to tomorrow, um, always good to go back into their barn as well, yep. isn't it? Yep, obviously, they're, they're a good team. They showed us that in the first, so obviously we won't expect in, uh, anything less but uh, a really tough game tomorrow. Okay, top job, fella. Well done. Thanks, Congratulations. Thanks, man. And, uh, oh, now the wing commander, Westerdale, joins us. How will the... Uh, how will uh, Majesty Sheffield Star be reporting that in, uh, on Monday? First of all, I have to tell you I'm emotionally scarred because one of the players has just flashed me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not, not nice in any way, shape or form, so I've got to try and eviscerate that from my, uh, my mental capacity. We're trying to eviscerate it for a moment and talk to us about what you saw tonight. When they were 3-0 down, I thought it wasn't oh, it's a horror clangers that uh, one of the goals in particular was. It was, why isn't it that all these shots are going uh, at the net? rather than round it and I sort of thought to myself all they need is to get one they'll find that route and things will start going again and that's the way it turned out but I never thought for a minute they scored five in the last period which indicates to me they've got uh, a bit of conditioning already yeah so you're interviewing uh, Nikolai Lemchikov. Uh, yeah. Anything, anything interesting? <laughs> anything English? Um, I'm not entirely. I'm going to have to listen to it all over again and hire a team of translators <laughs> to get to the bottom of it. But he's but a character, isn't he? That he, guy. He is. Yeah. I just said the same thing to Jonathan Phillips. He said he's never played anybody quite like him before in terms of uh, personality. But in terms of personality, but I think that is a team with personality in it. And you don't come back uh, from two games three 0 down unless you've got some character and guts. Yeah, I thought that St. Pierre, very patient when he took his goal, and Davies and those two boys especially showed their qualities. Well, they showed that they're put control under pressure, and that when the game is chaotic and there's a lot going on, they can play the game at their pace. St. Pierre took as much time as he needed and picked out the very, very top corner because that's what he can do but he took the time that he needed he didn't rush the play you see inexperienced players might think oh the netminder's down I've got to get me shot off before he recovers well at that time you might just flick it straight into the pad he made sure that he he took all the time that he needed to to score and we saw it with Lemchigoff as well several times and, and Davis also on a couple of assists they play the game at the pace they want to and uh, other teams are finding it very difficult to stop at the moment does the Sheffield Star headline on Monday really depend on what happens tomorrow? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If they get beat seven nil in in uh, Nottingham, this will have been yesterday's news, won't it? There's a piece online now, but nothing but positives after that first period. Forty minutes of uh, decent hard work and effort. What one thing I thought Aaron Johnson looks a better 
play. I know that sounds ridiculous because he was in the NHL, but a better player than last year. Did it, I don't? Did he get that goal, or was it changed? No, I think he got the goal, didn't he? I believe it was his goal. You have the, you have the a, uh, game sheet there, the official def- one. Well, it shouldn't have changed. We couldn't see a deflection on the. No, uh, I didn't see a deflection. No, it is his goal assist to Valorand and Dowd. Excellent work. Okay. So, uh, I'm being flashed out, so I'm out of here. Okay, congratulations. Okay. See you later. Um, well, we're here the rest we, of the Do you want to say anything, Don, whilst you're here? Uh, everything go okay your end? All good. Yeah, all good. All good. Yeah, I think uh, you can't beat a bit of drama, can you? You can't it's, beat. Uh, you know, we like to come back from a 3 0 down. And another Saturday night next week? That's it, it's all Saturday nights. You spoil us, don't I you? I know, spoil I try us. to. I you try, try to. to. A great night. Good. Well, if the arena bus is happy, and I. So our gaffer and he was happy and Aaron's happy. We're all happy. What's uh, being said on social media? Positivity. Honestly? Yeah, complete wow. contrast. Wow. How many jokes regarding the number eight, director? Plenty. Not Plenty. Plenty. Plenty of jokes. It's one of them things, and I touched on it in one of the earlier podcasts, that we kind of needed that sort of result, the 3-0 the after the first, just to see how a fan base react and how the team reacts. And... It, it really answered my question of it happening because you know that's all that we hadn't hadn't seen from this team yet was a, a loss or being behind and not looking out of sorts but that wasn't the same Steelers that we saw I got, last Saturday I got told end of the first period I'm selling me 50-50 tickets and this one bloke comes up to me and says it's a crock of crap David a crock of crap and I don't think I'm going to be coming back I really hope he went home at the end of 20 minutes turned on his Radio, telly, computer, phone, and uh, wow, what he missed. I mean, you've just got to give it a bit more than 20 minutes, haven't you? Well, there's a fair few Panthers who missed the last couple of goals. Yeah. Um, but I certainly didn't have in my mind, after 20 minutes, last season's home opener against Milton Keynes. No. That ended in a 3-2 no. defeat in front of a full house. Because even 3-0 down, the performance was... It was a world apart. It, it didn't have the... You know, the, the bounces that go the Steelers' way and the Panthers were clinical and the chances that they took and the Steelers couldn't have been further away from clinical. But the game and the performance, they were they were world apart from last year. OK, just in case you did miss it, a 3-0 first period, Matheson at 7-0-4. Um, who got the second at 8-28? Uh, Alex Wazzo. And then uh, at 13-54, another uh, short-handed goal. Sam Hart. And... Uh, I mean, at 3-0, I mean, we all did trot around with a little bit of glumness on our face. Davies at 27-14 for 3-1. Dowd, in fact, let's just talk about that Dowd goal. Forget the goal. But it was like what led to that goal. Dowd was sensational, wasn't he, in the build-up. Retrieval of pucks, hustle, work ethic, everything. And then it was only right and fitting that he he finished. Um, Players are going to be playing with different roles this year. And obviously, we relied on Dowdy to be probably our with our top goal scorers every year and I just think that tenacity that he showed on the shift just showed to us that he is more than just a goal scorer he is a real workhorse as well every one of these podcasts we've done after Steelers game we've come on and talked about quality assists Valorant's pass is to Dowd is perfect it's right there for the one timer and Dowd doesn't have a netminder to beat because Carr has been superbly taken out by the passing that led up to it uh, 3-3, what a nice set. Eric Mellon goal as well, nice breakaway, and he just banged yeah. bullet, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, you know, out of all of the players that have, have scored goals in pre-season, we've mentioned St. Pierre, we've mentioned Connolly, obviously we've touched on Dowd and Valley and DeLuca, but nobody has spoken really about Eric Mellon. And obviously he's, he didn't play the role tonight that I thought he would, with Brock Lurst being out, because he's 
he seemed to shift between playing D and playing forward. But I mean, that chip pass from Lemmy that that got him through, and just that the nows to just think, do you know what, I'll hit it, and to get it on target as well. Because I can't remember whether there was a guy skating through centre ice with him, but if he chokes up a rebound there, then there's a tap in for whoever's skating with him. So yeah, for me personally, that was my favourite goal tonight. So a three 0 Nottingham first period, a three 0 Sheffield Steelers second period, all the momentum our way, it's pretty much game over. We're going to go over and roll them over. Ah, Sam Hur comes in, makes it 4-3. And that was another test, wasn't it? How you then react again to going behind? Yeah, and the Steelers will feel that this was the freakiest goal of all. The puck has been sent round the glass and there's the double doors where the Zamboni comes out and rather than carrying on round the glass, it pops back at the side of the goal. Cantor is looking over his right shoulder and doesn't realise the puck's with her and it's uh, been put in by his left foot. So that's the sort of goal that isn't going to be repeated. But it's, when goals like that go in against you, it's easy to think, oh, woe is me, it's just not our night. Great character from the Steelers to, to fight back from that uh, setback. And an important goal then for uh, St-Pierre and God, he was the most patient man in the seven and a half, eight thousand people in here tonight. No, it's his experience, isn't it? He's... He's maybe not started with the same flair that everybody expected, you know, with the CV he's come in with. But I thought all night he did his job, he went about things. And he's controlled of the puck, he's second to none. He kills the puck dead, you could fire it at his waist and he'd still bring it down and get it into an area where he can then make a killer pass. And for his goal, I thought tonight especially, he's fully deserved it. Yeah, Johnson's goal followed that. That was my favourite, the big slap shot. Uh, Just get, I thought you were going to come in there with the uh, the face-off stats for St. Pierre. Have you, have you got them on that sheet? I do. He was 70%, 1-14, lost six. That's obscene, isn't it? Overall, the Steelers were 56% on Yeah, but face-offs. 70% on face-offs is obscene, isn't it? Yeah, the, no one in the NHL finishes the season with a percentage that high. You can get into the 60s, that's true. Marco, come, 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 come. Don't you walk past. You know you want to talk to us. You know you Absolutely. want to talk to us. The only reason why I'm here. Exactly right. Exactly right. Okay, you didn't realise when I told you a few minutes ago, but you were on the big screen when uh, Aaron gave you the starting lineup. Just what, what we saw, what you were doing, but what were you saying at the time? What was going on there? Can't really say what's going on. Oh, there. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, telling the guys who's, who's starting the game. You know. Yeah. So, uh, trying to have a little fun with it, and uh, I didn't know actually it was on the screen. So. No, no. Hey, well, it was great, and the, the crowd reacted to it. It was they were they were enjoying uh, watching you. What was your first impression of a Steelers Panthers game? Uh, great. I mean, uh, we we didn't get the start that we wanted, but um, uh, you could tell right away like their fans, the the, 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 the zone that they were yeah. sitting in was packed. So, and they were cheering for him pretty hard. So when they scored that first goal, I turned around. I was like, wow. There's a lot of people from uh, from their side here, so uh, but I'm glad we we bounced back and uh, and found that uh, that way to win. We've been talking about Robert Dowd's power play goal that you assisted. I want to hear it from your side of things now because that was uh, that was a sweet bit of power play work from that unit. Yeah, we we uh, we got in the zone very fast. That's what we, how we want to play, right? We want to get get uh, get north and uh, uh, Conley uh, hit me with a great pass in the middle. And uh, I was about to shoot when I heard Dowdy yelling, and I saw the the goalie was uh, was getting uh, closer to me. So just slid it to uh, to Dowdy, and he got a nice finish. Okay, we'll let you get on. Thank More you. of the same tomorrow. If Absolutely. you wouldn't mind. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, where were we? We were uh, Johnson, weren't we? Five, four. Put your glasses on, David. You can't see a blooming thing. Um, and then it was a. Uh, 
Okay, now give me a three 0 up just to <coughs> hold my beer. Tanner Everly six four. Game over. Good night. If Vienna. you've not seen this goal yet, you're going to love it because Tanner Everly does not look at the goal as he's skating in. Oh, yeah. His eyes are his, his, well, his whole head is turned to the left, purely looking for what passes are available. And that was his problem looking, last year, Alex. He was looking at the goal. That was his problem. And last without year. looking at the goal, he's picked out the top corner. It is a superb piece of play. Davies again assisting on that one uh, from St Pierre. That was at 51 away, 6 4, and I think that's when we all relaxed a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the mood of the building completely changed to where it was 30, 40 minutes prior to that. And you know, that sort of scoreline, that late in the game, you sort of relax a little bit more. Yeah, Armstrong then 7 4, 55 31, a bullet. And on that one, Armstrong is looking at the net all the way and yeah. never even considering the option of a pass <laughs> you could get two more polar opposites from yeah. forward skating in on goal and a nice finish as well James Bateau uh, great great way to end the night 8-4 yeah it's good for James to get off the mark with the uh, the horror incident in, in the pre-season yeah. and it, it's always going to be difficult skating with that that full face guard on so that might bring a bit more confidence to him in his game now Okay, if I can just run through Michael Davies, we uh, we had a little bit of a vote up in the White House who's going to get the uh, the man of the match, and uh, I think not only did he score the most points, but I thought he was just quality all night. Absolutely, yeah. I'm just a bit annoyed that I didn't pick him out because I was so enjoying Lemchikov's assist. Yeah. I didn't pick out that it was 19 at the back post tapping it in, but the Steelers are scoring uh, a lot of good goals by finding those passes to players at the back door. And I think sometimes the players last season maybe weren't getting into position to score goals. And Davis has shown a couple of times already in pre-season again tonight, I'm going to go to good areas and uh, I'm going to be the beneficiary of good play around me. OK, I think that'll wrap up tonight. We'll be in Nottingham tomorrow. It's not the end of tonight, Alex, because he's I've, just I've, put his hand up. He I've, wants to say something else. I've got one more stat go for on, you. Give it, us. give it to us. It's the first game the Steelers have won 8-4 for 17 years. That's geeky, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's our first ever 8-4 win against Nottingham. Okay, I like that. Um, so yeah, Where'd you find that stuff. I, I, what websites are you looking at? I have my own archive of stuff. So yeah, um, September 7th, Manchester in the Challenge Cup, 2002. Here we won 8-4, first time in 17 years. And eight different goal scorers as well. Yes. Which I don't know if you've touched on that, but that... Yeah, that shows that I think we've all thought we could score a lot of goals, haven't we, this year, and that shows we can. Yeah, well, we joked when it went to 3-0 that the Nottingham fans were sort of questioning where are their goals going to come from this season. Yeah, when they were 3-0, we were like, it's turned on its head here, where, where are our goals going to come yeah. from tonight? Three goals from defensemen, if Mellon playing in defence is going to be yeah, counted in that. But, you know, Betauer and Johnson contributing as well. It's, it's not just those star forward lines, there's goals uh, throughout this roster. Final congratulations to Janet Kay. She took over three grand down with her tonight. And to Mandy Lode as well, who won the game-worn shirt of Robert Dowd. We will be in Beirut on Sunday. And uh, we'll have a little podcast as well after that game with whoever's available. But the Sheffield Steelers, Victoria, Saturday night, eight goals to four. You can buy Sam a drink and get his dog one too in the Steel City tonight.